Welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. Now this week, here in the Northern Hemisphere, we're leading towards the energy of Samhain. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you're moving towards the energy of Beltane. Both of these are like peak, strong energies of the earth. They are my favourite time of year. Here in the north, we're going towards, like I said, Samhain. But I think if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you get to celebrate Halloween as it is commonly known too. So I thought, what better time than to do a seven days of magic challenge? So over the next seven days, I'm going to have a little piece for you to think about and a little action to really get you to connect with and reignite your own magic to give you maybe a different way of looking at magic, but definitely to reawaken that that sparkle, that power within you. So let's talk about magic. What is magic? To me, quite simply, magic is about creating change. It's about aligning your thoughts, your feelings and your desires. It's about intentionally directing your energy. Yes, of course, we can do that by aligning correspondences such as candles and colour and herbs and moon phases and cycles and all of the things or you can just do it with your thoughts, your feelings and your desires. It's not just about tools and titles. I want you to reconnect with the magic, to know that you don't perform magic, you are the magic. That magic is always inside of you and I want to help you to reconnect to that. So the quality of your energy and the quality of your connection to your inner power will influence the quality of your magic. And that's the part I want to talk about today is the quality and connection of your own inner power. Now, most people have this, I suppose, warped relationship with power. We think about power as being over us or dominating someone else. You know, we live in a world where you know, the the powerful people are the people at the top and they've often done whatever they need to do to get to the top. However, that's not the kind of power we're talking about. We're talking about your inner power, your relationship, your connection with yourself, your belief in your ability to create change, to create anything, in fact, whether it's a story, a cake, um, anything at all. It's about that connection to your ability to create And when you create, you naturally create change. In women in particular, but not exclusively, we live in a world where people are told they are too much, too loud, too passionate, too emotional, too, oh my goodness, anything. Think of a time, have you ever been told that you are too much? And how has that made you feel? If you were ever told that as a child, the chances are you may have toned yourself down. You have learnt in life to not make a fuss, not to be too emotional, to to speak up. Perhaps you've fallen into the, I suppose the word is trap, of being nice, of prioritising other people's comfort over your own, rather than getting clear on what it is that you really want So I want you to think about reclaiming that power because when you can reclaim that power, rekindle that passion that is within you, we can direct and create change. So how does that sound so far? I, this is one of the reasons why I've claimed the word witch. I mean, apart from, you know, (laughs) being a witch, 
But why I feel so strongly about the word witch. Now, to do magic, you absolutely do not have to identify with the title of witch. And as many as you may know, a few years ago, actually it's probably like three or four years ago now, I dedicated as a priestess of Caradwin on the shores of Lake Bala after two years training in Glastonbury. And people often say to me, oh, Rebecca, why didn't you use the word priestess? It's so much nicer. And I think when they say nicer, I think they mean it makes other people feel more comfortable. Because when we think of a, of, of a priestess or a priest, they are often in service to other people. They're in service to a god or a goddess. And when they in the world, they are in service to groups of peoples, to communities often. However, when you think of a witch... It's the, it's the fairy tale image of that lone woman, generally a woman um, in the in the fairy tales, at the edge of the forest, who's being a bit mischievous, and only looking out for herself, doing the things that serve her. Now, woe betide! Somebody in this world wants to do something for themselves that they want to say no to somebody else, so they can do so that they can say yes to themselves. That is power to be able to do that. And it is still shunned and shamed and people were made bad, feel, made to feel bad for even prioritising any kind of self-care or saying no. I mean, I see it in my, my little boy is seven and I see this in the school communities. The woman that is, you know, on the PTA, the Parent Teaching Association, who is baking all the fresh cakes, who is, I don't know, coaching the football team, She's so celebrated. Oh my God, I don't know how you do it. You're so amazing. And, you know, inside that poor woman's probably exhausted. Now, obviously there are some people that will really love that, but for the bulk of the time, these people are doing it because they think they should. They don't know how to say no. They'll considered perhaps rude if they say no. And yet if you said, oh no, sorry, I can't come and help at the, the local fete or whatever's going on, um, because I actually want to sit down and read my book. Can you imagine? Oh my goodness. <laughs> and yet that's the woman that should be celebrated, the woman that's prior prioritising her self-care. Because when you are full, when you are nourished, you are full of life, you are full of passion, you can show up to your relationships better, you have more time and patience with, with children, with friends, with colleagues, with whatever's going on. You just show up in a richer, fuller experience of life rather than a shell of yourself because you're exhausted, depleted and quite frankly frustrated. <laughs> it, you know, Showing up resentful, wishing that you could be the person sat at home reading their book. So I want you to reclaim this power and I invite you to consider the word witch. Notice how it makes you feel. For some people it's totally empowering. It's like if you give yourself a magical moniker and someone says, you can't do that, Rebecca. It's like, of course I can. I'm a witch. I can do anything I like. I don't have to conform to any stereotype you put on me because I'm claiming the one that you might use to, let's face it, persecute um, that energy. Okay. But if you know me, you may know that I love an acronym. So when I think of the word witch, this is the acronym that I've come up with for witch. So you might not go, you might not say, oh, Rebecca, but I can't use the word witch. No one's asking you to use the word witch. But I do invite you just to think about the word witch in these terms. And that's wealthy, intuitive, thriving, creative and healthy. So how would your life be different right now if you prioritised being wealthy, intuitive thriving, creative and healthy.
how would your experience be different right now? So wealthy, yes, particularly in terms of money, but obviously wealth comes in many forms. But if you have wealth, it allows you to have independence and freedom. And that without doubt brings brings with it choice. If you're intuitive, it gives you permission to trust yourself and not seek external validation, not make a decision and then doubt yourself two days later, not make a decision. And then when everyone else doubts you that you go, oh, okay, maybe they're right. But just trusting yourself and staying on track. Imagine what it would be like to live a life where you felt you were thriving rather than just surviving or going through the motions of life. Imagine feeling really creative, where you create a life of your own choosing, where you can create how you respond to things instead of feeling like you're always reacting, where you could indulge in creative play, create, you know, works of art, writing, whatever it is, but something just for the sheer joy of doing it rather than being stuck in a cycle of produce, produce, produce. And imagine feeling healthy to enjoy your body and the full expression of your body, not just putting up with aches and pains, but to like leap out of bed in the morning with a yippee in your heart and a spring in your step. Now, of course, I know that each one of those, those, um, letters, which I call them letters, each one of those aspects will come with its own limitations in your life. However, imagine if you could upgrade each of those areas, even if it was just by a small amount. Imagine how empowering that would be to claim back your power. Instead of hiding those bills so that you ignoring them, that you could actually open them and take action to feel supported in trusting yourself, to know how to trust yourself. And yes, of course, um, this week we will be talking about intuition. Imagine what it would be like to feel thriving, creative and healthy, even if you just turn that up a little bit, to know that you have choices, knowing how to use your voice, even going to the doctors and asking for what you want rather than just accepting whatever is told to you in the first place, knowing that you have the power of choice within that. So that's how I want you to weave your magic this week, is a remembering of the power that resides within you, to know that we're going to use this power to make aligned intentions, to bring together your your energy, your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, and move it forward. No tools necessary. I want you Today, I want you to grab a paper and pen because I'm going to walk you through a little process. Um, Potentially, if you've not done spell work before, you might even consider it your first spell. Um, But that's all we're doing is using paper and a pen. Okay, so pause right now if you need to go and get your paper and pen. And then let's create a first little piece of magic. So there is a reason words are called spellings because they are quite literal spells. We put things into being with every word that we think. We think something or every word we say, I should say. So we have a thought and it's there as a thought. It's not doing that much. And then we speak it and it becomes a reality. We are creating change. We are bringing things into reality. So never underestimate the power of your words. And we'll be talking about words later in more depth um, in the week. So usually when I'm working with people, I'd say, okay, what intention do you want? However, I'm going to give you your intention this week. And then what you can do at the end of the week, you can go through the same process with an intention that you choose to work on. 
But right now, I want your intention to be, I reclaim my power and magic. Okay. So I want you to write on a piece of paper, I reclaim my power and magic. And I want you to write that statement three times and feel into each word that you write. How does it feel to write those words, I reclaim my power and magic? So write that three times. And then what I want you to do is rotate your rotate your paper slightly. Okay, so just, I don't know, move it like 90 degrees. So just twisting it clockwise. And then across that, that phrase, I reclaim my power and magic. I now want you just to write your name in a different color pen. So across the top of that, write the phrase, sorry, write your name three times, write your full name three times or the name you prefer to go by. Okay, so that your name is going across the writing at a different angle. And then fold your paper into three. And then turn the paper again and fold it into three. So you might end up with a square or a rectangle, depending on um, what you've what size paper you've used. And then once you've done that, you can put like a little symbol on top, like a little heart or a magic wand or a star or whatever feels good to you or just sign it because, you know, signing is very important. And then pop it under your pillow or under your mattress, somewhere where it's not going to be disturbed for the next seven days. We have just done our first piece of focused magic, also known as a spell. Okay, we have taken your intention. We know why we are doing this, why you are reclaiming your power and your magic. You've put your intention into it. You've put your own energy into it by writing your name on that piece of paper. You have folded it three times by three times and three is a magic number. And then we are going to put it under your pillow or under your mattress or somewhere safe, somewhere where you can just put it there and you know it won't be disturbed. So this is day one of our magic, of our seven days of magic. Okay. So how does that feel? Come over to Instagram, come over into my community and let us know how that feels for you. Because tomorrow we're going to create the space to call in the magic. So today we have set our intention and tomorrow we're going to create the space to call in the energy of our intention. You cannot move into a new home if it's full of the previous owner's furniture and junk. (laughs) Okay, so we need to clear the space to call in that intention because as we've mentioned, when we start saying reclaiming your power and magic, those words are very loaded. So we want to clear away any negative connotations. We want to clear away any judgments, any expectations so that you can reconnect to what magic and power actually means to you. So thank you for joining me. I'll see you again tomorrow.